Stories to Dismember is a podcast where hosts Aaron, Lindsay, and Miguel recap their horror film pick of the week based on a monthly theme. Sometimes they go on tangents, often they'll crack jokes, but they always return to dismember the film, scene by scene, until leaving you with their final reviews. Subscribe to catch your STDs. All right, we are continuing our black and white series, mainly consisting of all 1920s movies. And this movie has been my pick, which is The Man Who Laughs, which is, if you listened to the last podcast, you would know. So hopefully you watch the movie as well and follow along with us as we dissect it. A little synopsis of the movie is when a proud noble refuses to kiss the hand of the despotic King James in 1690. He is cruelly executed and his son surgically disfigured. And this movie was written by Victor Hugo. Well, it was originally, sorry, he didn't write the screenplay. He wrote the original novel that the movie was based on. Okay, there you go. And it also stars one of our favorite 20s actors. And who is that, Lindsay? Uh, Conrad Veep. There you go. Yeah. Lindsay with yeah. the um actually in there. That was fun. Oh, sorry. It's just, I'm just preventing our listeners from chiming in and getting mad and <laughs> writing email, <laughs> writing angry emails. <laughs> well, you can send us an email at stories to this member at gmail.com and leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And thank you to those who have. And if you've been hanging around listening to podcasts, just go ahead and subscribe, leave a review. Five star, four star, whatever you like. We'd appreciate it. And leave a comment about how much you appreciate me correcting information on this pod. Yeah. Show me <laughs> your love. So I heard that you had some interesting facts on Conrad. Do you care to share those? Oh, there's so, so much. I mean, of course, his role in... The cabinet of Dr. Caligari was one of his first roles as an actor. But he he just tried really, really hard to become an actor in the first place. He would stand outside of a theater hoping to be mistaken for an actor until somebody <laughs> might like approach him with a job or something. Eventually, he did manage to get work as an actor and just worked him, him, his way up. And... I believe he was originally from Germany. He's uh, He was German, but he was very against the Nazi regime. And he had a Jewish wife at the time. So when the Nazis were sending out questionnaires to actors, entertainers, performers, to determine if they were Jewish or not, he wrote that he was Jewish because he didn't... That It was like a sign of support towards his wife. Cool. He was very generous throughout his lifetime, like giving orphans, I think, like sweets and toys and stuff. He just seemed like an incredible person. He also had like, he had three wives, I think, but he had sort of like a fixation on his mother. This was like the least sexy fact about him. <laughs> I was reading his <laughs> Wikipedia. I was reading his Wikipedia and I was like, damn, he was like hubby material. And then it got to the point about how he had this sort of 
Oedipus complex uh, in a way. Oh. And when he got to his final wife, his third wife, he he wrote about how he loved her more than any other woman, and it's because she was extremely motherly towards him and towards oh, everybody she knew. <laughs> I was like, dang, man. But yeah, other wow. than that, a very sexy man. Like, I totally, I totally got where Miguel was coming from when he was crushing on Cesare. Yeah. But for me, for me, it was... Uh shit, I forgot his name. Um in this film it was it was his character in this film that I was kind of attracted to. Gwynplaine or something. Yeah, Gwynplaine. Oh, yeah. The names in here. I know I say it every week. But... Brutal. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw the ca- on the credit opening credits the cast of players as they were called and their names I'm like, "Oh god." So speaking of names, I was kind of thinking cuz the the name of the dog Maybe offensive oh. to some people. If we could just go with his real name, Zimbo. I don't think he was in the list of players. I don't think they'd put a dog as a. <laughs> no, he was. He's at the bottom. Was he? Oh, he's at the bottom. I didn't. I didn't see that. That's cool. He rated. He got paid. He got. <laughs> he got scale. scale <laughs> pay. Well, which was probably a handshake and a hot dog for the dog. So. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> You know, all right. I'll do that for a handshake and a hot dog. dog. All right, it's better Just wages than dog. some human actors get. All right, what century are we in? Seventeen. In the seventeenth, almost eighteenth, almost an adult, but it's seventeen. Where is, are we in England? That's yes, yes, we are. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. That's dumb bullshit. Seventeenth century England. We like got a King teacher. T- yeah, I know. <laughs> He's just making sure we watched it. <laughs> Quizzing us. <laughs> I just don't want to get anything wrong. Cause, uh, Man, I'm going to get an A plus on this fucking test. <laughs> 17th century England. We got it's King a, James. No, no test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got King James the two. The second. The deuce. We got the deuce in bed. <laughs> Majesty in bed, looking like a, like that. And then we got, oh God, this guy, his jester, whose name is Barca Pedro. Barca Pedro. Barca, vote for. Oh, Barca. Barca vote for him. Barca. Barca Ped. Bar- oh God. <laughs> this is gonna be one of those episodes. <laughs> Except it's like every character. <laughs> Yeah, we got Bark here. I'm gonna call him Bark. Okay, yeah, nicknames. Any nicknames? I call him Bark here. Well, Bark the maybe Jester. we should say like the actual name first for the listener, and then like give them nicknames. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got Bark of Pedro. That's how I remember. <laughs> it's probably not Pedro. Maybe it is. I don't know where it is. Bark of Pedro. Bark of Pedro. I think it was a Ph. Bark of Pedro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bark of Pedro. Got the Jester here. Opens door. Jester to the king, but they make sure to say all, all, all his jests were cruel and smile false. Very poetic. All right, just Jester comes up, right up to the bed, right up to his face to the king. Tells king that lord. Clan Charlie. Clan Charlie. It is Clan Charlie. I thought that sounded so stupid. I was like, I'm not sure that's how you say it. But okay, it is Clan Charlie. It's captured. King James jumps up in bed. 
and they both go to see. We got here Lord Clan Charlie, a rebel who refused to kiss his hand, returns from exile to to kiss the Iron Lady. I like how they said that. That's pretty funny. That's mm. fucking metal, bro. That's fucking that's <laughs> metal lyric. Man. It is metal. That's fucking Yeah, metal. that's it's literally metal. <laughs> got kiss the Iron Lady. That's awesome. I'm gonna steal that. Lord Clan Charlie came back to see his son as his son well. King tells him that his son is alive and well. Uh, Lord Clan Charlie kneels before the king and then the king informs him that a surgeon carved up a smile in his son's face so that he may laugh at his foolish father forever. And then he was sold to the Camp Compachicos. Campuchinos. Compachicos. Which... This yeah. was a made-up term by Victor Hugo. He, Victor Hugo originally came up with this word to mean people who capture children, who buy them. And we need to clarify that this film uses some inappropriate language. <laughs> um, it uses some outdated language. So yeah. maybe rather than using uh, the slur gypsies, we can say like, vagabonds or i don't know that's a good word that's a that's a that's a good word Va vagabonds that's but basically a that's what a comprachico is in this context yes it's very good it sounds italian comprachico oh my <laughs> god somebody had to do it <laughs> it wasn't gonna be yes. me <laughs> right. right. oh, of course <laughs> Yeah, so that happens. And then Lord Clam Charlie. I, I don't know why I wrote it. Clam Charlie. That even sounds Clam? more Italian. Clam Charlie. <laughs> Clan Charlie? Whatever. Clan Lord Charlie. is killed by the Iron Maiden Iron Lady. However you want to say it. He gets fucking squished into, into two. You know, you know how, you know what it is. You know what an Iron Maiden is. I don't know if you want to. Cut two. Can I just say? Sure. Like. We we never hear about um, like why exactly Lord Clan Charlie um, doesn't swear fealty to the king. He, but it's kind of obvious that this king sucks. Like oh, of course. I would love. I want to read this book so badly. I probably never will because Stratton said it's eight hundred <laughs> pages long. But the king is such an asshole. He's an asshole in the first place for. Being in this weird, collaborative uh, relationship with the jester, <laughs> who the yeah. film right off the bat says is cruel. Yeah. He only acts cruelly. What the fuck is going on with these two? It's so weird. And the king is like part yeah. of this whole... Actually, it is revealed later like why this happens to Lord Clan Charlie's son, I think. But I don't know. Not a good ruler. Very shitty. No. Who's ever been a good ruler? The only good ruler would mm -hmm. be obviously me. That's what they all say now. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> overthrow the king and then I'll be the good one. And then you know how that yep. ends up. <laughs> yeah. So that guy's fucking dead. The clan Charlie he gets killed. <laughs> Iron Lady, Iron Maiden. Uh, that's a that's lady I wouldn't want to kiss. Ha. Or whatever. <laughs> fucking hack you bullshit. <laughs> fucking dumb joke. Whatever. Fucking. All right, cut <laughs> all the Campuchicos, Campuchinos, Camparillos being banned Cappuccinos. from. Campuchinos. All right. 
Now you're messing. That's a that's a coffee. Now you're messing with me. That's not <laughs> cappuccino. <laughs> Campuccinos being banned from England for practicing in the trade of stolen children and carving smiles into their faces. Well, that's a meat business. All right, whatever. A lot of people trying to get on a boat want to leave a boy behind. Man says to bring the boy back. On the orders of the king, he means money okay. to us. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is people, but the, the boat is full of comprachicos. Yeah. Yeah. Cappuccinos. Uh, that, that's oh, okay. Yeah. The boat of Cappuccinos. Yeah, because yeah, they were banned from England for practicing and stealing children yeah. and for money, making smiles. And they don't want this boy aboard because that will make them get caught. Yeah. Uh, it's evidence, evidence yeah. I guess. Yeah. Evidence as to what they did. But they need, <laughs> one guy's like, I need him, bro. Here's money. <laughs> boy equals money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh,. But they leave him behind. And then you get a cool shot. The shot of the boat pulling away and the boy in the foreground. That's fucking, that's a painting right there. That's fucking cool as fuck. That's a poster. Oh, yeah, and it's that's snowing. A cool shot. It's snowing. It's snowing as well. That's Can why he has a scarf. He has a, he's got a scarf to always trying to hide his face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they, he gets left behind. <laughs> it's not funny. But uh, the boy's in the snow, running around. He sees a woman and a baby sitting in the snow. Mother, non-responsive. I guess she appears to be. He he kind of walks up and touches her for a uh, touches her face for a bit, and I guess he just comes to the conclusion she she won't be able to care for the baby. You know what I'm saying? So he takes the baby, literally, kind of just takes the baby, just keeps walking until he arrives at the door of Ursus the Philosopher, which is a character. And as soon as I saw Ursus the Philosopher, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> this can go, go both, kind of both ways. I'm like, oh, God, this guy can be so annoying or he can be helpful. <laughs> so we learn the boy's name here is Gwynplaine? Yes. That's what I'm going to call him, Gwynplaine, yeah. which I, I have, I don't know where that name comes from, but that's that's quite a name. <laughs> That that is, that is a name. Uh, Ursus uh, sees the baby. He's like, "Oh, there's two of you." Uh, uh. All right, uh, like two of you. <laughs> two. <laughs> he's Got very. Two mouths to feed. <laughs> he's very dramatic, obviously, because he's a philosopher. That's why they <laughs> made sure to. <laughs> to <laughs> Give him that Einstein hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's, he's, he goes to the baby, tends to it, and kind of, I don't know how he does it, but realizes the baby is blind. Mm. And also that the boy has the carved smile on the face by the cappuccino. Oh, and he gets pissed. Yeah, yeah. he does. Urs yeah. Like, because Ursus thinks the boy is smiling yeah. or laughing at the discovery that the baby is blind, and he's like, stop laughing, and... He doesn't because he is literally disfigured. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not I'm not laughing. That's when he realizes that the cappuccinos you know, is a carved smile. <laughs> and then he closes the blinds and the doors and everything. Cut to prosperous years followed. Gwenpolin is now a strolling player known as the Laughing Man. 
I guess, you know, they got that money and they got money. Or, you know, they're prosperous or, you know, enough to make a living. Not yeah. hungry. And just yeah. to clarify, um, he when you yeah. said that he uh, came up to Ursus's door, Ursus has a caravan. So he caravan, has like a yeah. traveling home. Yeah, yeah. And they continue to live out of that home, Ursus and his two his two kids, his two adopted <sighs> um Yeah. Yeah. His two uh incestuous kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kinda weird. We never get ages or anything, so Yeah. I also thought of that. Yeah, it was uh, kind of strange like, at first. It's not like yeah. super, super weird because they're not they're not blood related. They're not actually no, brother no, and no. sister. But Gwynplaine uh, and Ursus. I mean not Ursus fuck. <laughs> D. Uh, D. 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 Baby the baby's name is Sweet D. <laughs> is it, I, okay. No, it's not Sweet D, yeah, yeah. but it is Oh. I just pronounced it D, but who fucking knows? Whatever, this is a silent film, so nothing is pronounced. <laughs> um, but I, I was just making a always sunny in Philadelphia reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, sweetie. yeah. Sweetie. Sweetie. Bird, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it must be weird for Ursus because he's got these two randos who uh, got one with a smile, permanent smile, mm-hmm. and the other who is a blind person. Uh, so we see them come into town. Everybody knows them. They know of the Laughing Man. He's a famous attraction. That okay? So they're they're pulling up to this town, and then here we meet the guy with the eye patch. What was his name? Oh wait! Harcon- By the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's more detail. The woman who plays D, she was originally Christine in the original 1929 Phantom of the Opera. Oh my god, we're gonna have to watch that now. We're gonna oh, we're gonna watch Phantom of the Oakland sometime. Cause she's that was a, my obsession as yeah. a high schooler. <laughs> uh, who's the guy? <laughs> uh, all of that to say, who's the guy on the eye patch again? <laughs> I can't Conan. pronounce that. Well, Ooh. I don't think he's immediately yeah. revealed. This sounds, this sounds like Dune. Arcone. It is Dune. That's what I called him on in my notes because. <laughs> I just called him the guy in the eye patch or Harkonnen, because I don't know the, the way it was spelled. The way I read it the first time, it was Harkonnen, and uh, that's just what, what I went with. Anyway, what? He is a doctor too, so doctor. I don't yeah. trust a doctor with an eye patch. Something went wrong there. Anyway, seems very interested with the Laughing Man. Says he has freaks too: pig with two snouts and cow with five legs. That sounds pretty cool. It makes me think of uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not, which I've always yeah. been obsessed with. Ah, I obsessively like just collected those huge books of the Ripley's yeah. Believe It or Not. I'm still really sad that when I went to the Ripley's Museum, I didn't get a... They had a crane machine with plushes inside, and they were all <laughs> like five-legged cows or something. <laughs> and I, I still want one. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, it was awesome. Go. Okay. All right. Whatever. We got this fucking blind man, Harkonnen, and Dune dude. Basically, he's very, very interested in the Laughing Man. Very complimentary of him to Ursus. Like he's yeah. an object. Like I love your clown. Like I love your yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. It was kind of weird. Your product here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you make a great product. I have a cow too. I have a, a deformed cow and a deformed pig. They're the, they're nearly the same. <laughs> and they're headed to Southwark Fair. Oh, Hardquinon. 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 That, that sounds like a fucking demon you summon. You fucking. <laughs> yeah, don't say it a third time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't because it's too difficult to pronounce. <laughs> Southwark Fair is popping. It's popping off in Southwark Fair. It's popping. It's fucking it lit over here. It's fucking. Oh my god! It, yeah. It would give me so much anxiety because, like, it was literally packed like sardines. People were jostling each other. It looked miserable. It's way more fucking lit than fucking dark, wherever Caligari was. <laughs> miserable ass oh, town. Shit. Yeah, bro. I am not the target audience. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm saying it's popping off because you got fire eaters, you got high wire walkers, you got lions, you I got sword been... eaters, sword swallowers. I want, I want get that crazy for the listener, thing. But basically, I would be like Countess Josiana watching The Laughing Man. Oh my goodness, we're gonna get to Josiana later, bro. Yeah, I cannot fucking wait. So good. Wow, she is a character and a half. <laughs> I like her a lot. Um, anyway. I do too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fire eaters. Yeah, high wire walkers. Yeah, lions. Yeah, sword. Sword eaters. I like sword eaters more than sword swallowers because swallowers has some. <laughs> That's a you good know point. What I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, sword eaters. The laughing man. And the laughing man is a star, bro. He's like, he's fucking like famous. <laughs> Famous, he's like Kanye West up in there, you know what I'm saying? But but not, but not for the bad things, for the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not for the crazy not, bad shit stuff. Yeah, not for for his uh, for, for the his talent. talent. Well, well, not even for that kind of, cause not the laughing man. He kind of just, well, we'll get to it, but he's not really a talent. Or he he got stage presence, but um, yeah, the laughing man is the star. You got Harkonnen. Wants someone to send a message to the message to the Duchess. We got yo uh, my my little favorite thing in the movie. We got a little bit of Gwen Gwynplaine and Dea or D, a little bit of their romance here, or kind of a romance thing when they're yeah. talking to each other. And I like Dea a lot. I like her a lot. I, I really like, like her, her a lot, but yeah. she does something that really bothers me really so we didn't mention it before but often we see Gwynplaine just looking so sad and miserable about having to Mm. go out and perform and we don't get to see him perform yet but we just assume he does these like cool tricks and acts and stuff I just assumed I thought he actually does some crazy performance and that's why he has this huge audience but we sort of get the impression just from his and D's conversations that it's very tumultuous for him to do this. Like it's emotionally yeah. raw for him <laughs> because his disfigured face is on display. And rather than be really sympathetic, she kind of encourages him being a martyr in a way. I don't think she means to do this, but... She's looking at it very positively, 
saying, yeah. well, you're bringing joy to so many people, which is, right. it's, it's fucked up, really. Like, it's fucked up. I, I don't see in, see it any other way. And I don't think she's trying to be fucked up. I think it's one of those, like, manic pixie dream girl kind of attitudes. <laughs> like, hey, just look at the bright side of things. There's always, like, a silver lining. But no, it's, it's so fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, well... I like her other than that, though. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, too, but... It was weird, because... Oh, I'll get to it when we get to it. But, yeah, she's very supportive of him in that way, but, uh... Obviously, it's very emotional for him, like you said. <laughs> uh, mm. And we'll get to... Yeah, it's very good. Well, I mean, it, it's probably because... Just a thought here. Uh, top of my head, just popped my head. She, I mean, she doesn't know that he's physically deformed. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, just, she... She does know because he he talks about it, it, but she never she doesn't fully understand the extents of it until later. Okay, until later. Okay, okay. That makes, yeah, I think that's okay. when it. I think that's okay, okay. when it fully sinks in for her. Okay, and I forgive her sense. at that point. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because I don't forgive her later. right now, but I forgive her later. <laughs> uh, you want to talk <clears throat> about his performance and everything? Do they show it here? Or is it later? I think I, I think right before the performance, like it's one of those scenes where he's like fondling and smelling her hair, which um, oh, nowadays you would be like, yeah. I'm a fucking creep. But yeah. I'm sure back then that was very sweet. Ursus is, and he Ursus criticizes him because Gwynplaine goes from smelling Dee's hair and fawning over her to doing some of his rehearsing, and. <laughs> He says the way to cure him of his bad rehearsing, because apparently he's sucking at it right now, is to let him him and Dee get married before they leave the fair. Yeah. And so that's like very obvious that these two kind of have a thing, even though it's not official. But he draws away, Gwynplaine does, and Dee asks him, why is he drawing away every time Ursus brings up marriage? And... <laughs> And, and like, I'm a woman, so my immediate thought was, oh, he's a fuckboy. But no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really because he feels like he doesn't have the right to love her. So yeah. very heart-wrenching. Not a fuckboy. He just <laughs> is so self-doubting that he doesn't feel like he has the right to. Right, right. But they agreed to marry. <laughs> Yeah, Ursus. Uh, oh, and then marrying. some fucker. Yep. Some jackass opens the curtain to the caravan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where everybody starts laughing at him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. Which is not a re and it's not a reaction I I don't think that would work today. No. Uh, like if the movie was made today, everybody would be asking like, why is everybody laughing at this guy? <laughs> it doesn't right. it doesn't really translate to these times it's very weird yeah, yeah it why, why laughing specifically like it doesn't but uh I, I don't know i guess they found clowns really funny back then not anymore uh, <laughs> like really yeah. really funny like chill <laughs> the fuck funny. out it's not that funny <laughs> yeah um, not even telling jokes for christ's sake <laughs> yeah just just the, the sight of one so yeah the uh, eye patch guy got this messenger guy to, to go get him <laughs> to go send a message to the duchess and then we got all the 
Gwenplaine and D stuff here. And after that is when we see the guy arriving at the uh, palace with the message? Or has something else happened before that? Oh, yeah, Barcafedro. That was a strange scene when the messenger and, and Barcafedro intercepted yeah, each other. Yeah, and he, he like took the messenger inside the whatever it's called castle. Oh, you know. are you talking about the um, not safe for work scene? Yeah, I don't know if we were there yet, so I didn't want to describe the scene. It's so. coming up. It's coming up. Or was there a performance before that? Damn, my timeline is a little messed up here. Well, I don't know we what don't. <laughs> we didn't even see. Um, we didn't even see the performance. No, okay. okay like okay. The, it, so, one might have happened. Okay, okay. Or maybe so they were just like amping up the crowd by sending out flyers because mm-hmm. we did see that uh, yes, flyers yes, yes. being flyers. handed out. Oh. But next is Barcafedro the jester and the messenger arriving at the duchess's palace at the same time. Okay, okay. So you got the Barcafedro and the messenger. Messenger gives the message to Barcafedro. <laughs> And kind of dis- Barcafedro distracts the messenger with like, like in a weird way. They go to a door, and he's like, look inside, and we see. Oh, I didn't even know that he told him to do that. I thought he just did that of his own. He kind of pointed at the the keyhole, and oh, okay. yeah, I think he directed. Them oh, to I see, I see. That was his way of being able to read the letter. Yeah, yeah by him. Yeah, the messenger's was, letter and. All right, so this was pre-code Hollywood. This was before nice. Hollywood had standards of um, <laughs> nice. This was before <laughs> Hollywood had the standards of like preventing certain things being shown on screen, like nudity. So we do yeah. see like a little bit of nudity in this scene, where yeah. Barca Pedro is reading the letter and the messenger is staring through the keyhole of the Duchess's door while she takes off her clothes to take a bath. Yeah, I was like. I, I, I know. I was like the guy. <laughs> Stratton like and I looked at each other like, "Damn!" <laughs> I was like, "Nice." Okay, so Josiana—that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Duchess. I like her a lot. She's very. I pretty. do too. <laughs> I like her. I like her and D, the two main woman uh, characters. <laughs> Lady. They're both very beautiful, I'm going to say. I like them both. Yeah, it's going to be really great casting for yeah. them. Like, they're two different yeah. beauties, but yeah. they're, each of them have the kind of beauty that su- that suits each of their characters. They're both very attractive. Dia's very, very mm-hmm. cute. I like her a lot. Josiana is very sexy. <laughs> I yeah. like her a lot. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The typecasting was spot on. <laughs> it's, 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 it's two different things, but both very attractive. <laughs> Yeah. Because I would say Carrie is cute, but mm-hmm. Trash is very sexy. <laughs> yeah. It's two kind of different attractiveness with the both of them. And for listeners, you just have to listen to the previous episodes if you want yeah. to know what Miguel's talking about here. We're not going it's to gonna explain be... it. Just go no, back and no. listen. <laughs> it's going to... When I do... At the end of the year, I'm going to have to do my tier list of... Mm-hmm. Uh, I should do that. That'd be a good video. My t- <laughs> Let me tell you, I didn't have a list until this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to do I, like I a know. marry, fuck, kill list, but I'll do no, like no, a no, list just an of attractiveness. Like characters I think uh, are attractive. Yeah. Yeah, that should be the list. F Mary kill is a little, a little much. All right, let's get back to the <laughs> where are we at here. They said a lot here. I was kind of distracted, uh, but let me see. Uh, what did they say here, Lindsay? You wrote a lot of notes. 
<laughs> I did write a lot. Yeah. So the the doctor is basically blackmailing the Duchess by saying she inherited Lord Clancharlie's estate, but he has a living son. So mm-hmm. if she wants to keep her estate, she must buy his silence. Wow. I wrote this note. There are a lot of scumbags in this movie. Oh, of course. Yeah. More scumbag. scumbags than anything. <laughs> That's a good word, scumbag. It is a good yeah. word. It feels satisfying I don't, yeah i don't hear that a lot anymore scumbag scumbag yes so that happens there um, oh, and, and then oh, the yeah. jester comes in mm-hmm. talks with Josiana a bit and uh and they act like they're such bffs it's so weird i know archifedro has got you know ties with everybody he's gonna mm-hmm. yeah he's down this jester jester which doesn't seem like a high position but he's able to manipulate a lot of well stuff he's here. not a jester anymore yeah. he's sort of retired oh, no, no, after no. the the king died but i just yeah, yeah. it's just so much easier to call him jester rather than barcafedro yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't deserve uh, his proper title he sucks he's a he's a scumbag he's a scumbag so they talk a bit here jessiana doesn't seem to really care about her duties as a you know she just wants to have fun but uh mm-hmm and I like the title here, The Scandal Starts, but... Oh, right, wait, <laughs> it's... So, yeah, yeah. rather than rather than read her the, the blackmailing letter, he tricks her by saying, oh, I'll just read the letter for you. Mm-hmm. And he says that it's an invitation from the queen to see a concert. And she's like, that sounds boring as fuck, I don't want to go, tell me something scandalous. Uh, she wants to hear the latest scandal. And she's sitting in a bathrobe this whole time. Nice. Yeah, a lot of hot goss. What's the hot gossip around town? Yeah, what's the hot goss? Is there a version of reality TV? <laughs> Just gossip. And he weirdly indicates... I don't know why he does this. He sort of indicates, oh, well, there is gossip near you. I don't know why if he's going to keep this whole blackmailing a secret from her, he's going to hint. But... <laughs> He says that there's a scandal near close to her, and she asks if it's really. <laughs> she, <laughs> hold on. <sighs> she asks <laughs> if it's related to her love, uh, dearie Moore, oh. and then it pans over to a portrait of her boyfriend, and he is the goofiest fucking face. Like he looks like a straight up clown more than the jester does. Yeah. And Stratton and I just died laughing at this portrait. Like, this is your boyfriend? <laughs> Yo. He looks so goofy. He does look like a cartoon character. He does look More goofy. than anybody. He's like a yes. Scooby-Doo character. <laughs> and, and he, live he does have an awesome says, scene coming up later. Yes. <laughs> and then she says, but he's too stupid to make an interesting scandal. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. This is when I fell in love with her. <laughs> Oh, man. My man's, my man's Deary Moore getting shaken, getting hit by shrapnel. <laughs> yeah, he does look goofy. <laughs> I'm not gonna, he, does, he does look like a doofus here. It has nothing to do uh, with his face. Like, he has a nice, normal <laughs> face, but his eyes are just wide, and he has this wide, goofy smile in the painted portrait. It's not even a photograph. This is pre-photographed, so it's a painted portrait of him, and it's just... 
the artist didn't even give him a different smile or anything. He was like, I'm capturing it exactly as it is. But he is kind of important with the stuff he does. But yeah. he is kind of also yeah. dumb in the way he does it. Mm-hmm. If they make a remake, I want to play that guy. I love to play Derry more. <laughs> the goofy one. He's, he's a good character. Um, so, so we see... Oh, sorry. So, I don't know if you're about to say it, but it is seen remind me, I don't know if you guys watched House of the Dragon, where oh, yeah. you get really upset because, yeah. you know, she showed off her, her feet to homeboy yeah. who got off on it. This scene mm-hmm. reminded me of that because, I mean, she did basically the same thing, but she was a little more <laughs> duchess about it by kicking him away. Yeah. She was being a little bit of a tease, though. Yeah. Yeah. She was offering her foot to him for him to kiss. Um, this is for you foot fetishes out there. This scene is for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. He gets too excited. <laughs> yeah. This scene is wild. And then she get then she gets annoyed, I guess, or she throws. No, she doesn't throw anything. Her pet monkey throws an apple at his head. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets pissed, which is kind of weird to me for him to get pissed at. Oh. It's just a monkey. It's just an apple. <laughs> fucking monkey. Monkey with an apple. You don't see monkeys in movies anymore, really. It's because they hit people with apples. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Don't want to offend the monkey listeners. Yeah. Because they will come after me. Rate and subscribe. Weird. Monkeys are cute. We don't want to offend them. Uh, Where are we at? <clears throat> the jester arrives to court. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, everybody's there. <laughs> it was a, uh, I find it uh, funny when the queen stands up and everybody stands up and she's like, Sit yes, down. and they, they get pissed. They're like, oh, fucking because everybody's listen. bored by this concert. Like, yeah, clearly, yeah. Josiana was right to not come. <laughs> and we get to see Jerry Moore as well. There he's sitting there now. His logo. <laughs> and he looks just as goofy in real life. It's amazing. Incredible. <laughs> that's when i started the, laughing at me. i think this is when i messaged you guys like this movie is amazing <laughs> i that's love when... this movie so much oh my goodness yeah so everybody sees she's not there and the queen's pissed so what 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 did the queen learn that's important here? <laughs> Basically, the jester shows her the letter that he found or that he intercepted from the messenger <laughs> and asks if he would be rewarded if he found the heir that the letter is talking about, Lord oh. Queen Charlie's heir. Oh, I love this line here. What did the queen And say? the queen hates yeah. the duchess so much because she doesn't come to any of her concerts. She's so stupid, so petty. She agrees, but he better succeed or he'll get the Iron Lady. That's so cool. I wish I could threaten somebody like that. I mean, you could. You just need an Iron Lady. Yeah, I do need a lady. You're right. Uh, Oh. Anyway, uh, you're right. Anyway, but apart from that. mm -hmm. All right, so we're at the fair. I I love the way they dissolved into the next scene because it's like, but the Duchess has a better seat at the fair. (laughs) And it just dissolves from the fancy seat to the fair seat. That was cool. Some cool editing here. Yeah, and we just see Josiana partying it up, being lit, getting lit at the Southwark Fair. Some dude fair. trying to 
yeah rip her shirt off that was a bit i saw that isn't there like multiple older hairy dirty gross men crowd grappling curtain grappling and fondling and groping yeah they up and kiss her on the on her chest yeah and she's loving it she is yeah this wasn't as attractive to me this aspect of josiana but she's i mean she's enjoying herself she's having a time she's a wild one yeah so at the fair she's getting lit uh got doctor oh (laughs) fucking dr harkonnen at the fair asked if he was the one who sent the letters He's like, yep. And like a dummy, he's like, all right, follow me into this dingy little sidewalk where nobody can see us here. Mm, and he gets, mm-hmm. he just gets straight up jumped. I did not see that coming. That was awesome. That was fucking, he got Oh, it must be bro. the Queensman, right? Yeah, the Queensman, yeah. the Queens Guard. Yeah. yeah. And, and then he gets. They didn't really say, but yeah. But mm. he can Queens Guard or something. And, and mm-hmm. then somebody says that to take him to the torture chamber. Fuck, bro. That <laughs> must suck for you, doctor. That's my worst fear. Just a group of weirdos for no reason jumping me for no reason. You know, that's a real thing. That's your worst fear. But one of them. I have a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have, not my worst one. We need a ranked list, a just like with your uh, movie crushes. Uh, we should have a ranked list of ranked lists. We should do. <laughs> okay. Get a list of all of our. I like that idea. <laughs> uh, clowns opening for Gwendolyn. This was cool to see. Yeah, they got the openers opening for Gwendolyn. <laughs> like a band. Like fucking. The opening act. The opening act. That's what it reminded me of. It was the opening act. They were just there to hype mm. up the crowd and for the real star, Gwynplaine. Josiana partying. Dury Moore, her betrothed, comes to save her <laughs> like a knight in shining armor. Ends up fighting the crowd of pervy dudes, groping up on her. And she just gets in a carriage and goes to the royal palace again. That was weird. <laughs> Doesn't he <laughs> say something like, like you let yeah. all these men yeah, like yeah. touch you and then you won't let me? <laughs> Which is yeah. really pitiful. Like this is her boyfriend <laughs> that she thinks her is bo- an idiot and they don't have any like physical intimacy and she lets all these dirty, gross, hairy dudes. peasants. Yeah. <laughs> peasants. Like, the peasants isn't the problem. The problem is that they're dirty and gross. Ah, uh, no, peasants. No, see, see what that is? Peasant shame. They grope. Okay, so yeah, she goes back to the. <laughs> she goes back to the royal palace. She leaves him behind, like as he's fight fighting off, off those hordes of dirty Which, old men. Yo, they're like, "Hey, we saw her first This was cool to see. He wasn't afraid to take on this yeah. crowd of dudes. Yeah. He could throw, he could throw some hands. He did not wait. That's what you got to do in a street fight always. You got to hit first, <laughs> especially if there's a crowd of guys on you, bro. It's always it's not, it's always going to be an unfair fight, but at least you get a hit in, bro. Yeah, and she's just enjoying, like, watching yeah, all these men it. fighting over her. <laughs> she's, she's not worried yeah. about any of them. She's just enjoying the drama of it. She's very chaotic. I like it. She just mm. enjoys the chaos. Kind of like a Harley <laughs> Quinn type here. Mm-hmm. The funny thing was when he first showed up and saw her with all those dudes, he was had a bunch of women around him and he was hugging on one. <laughs> was he really? Was yeah. he? Oh yeah. Man. And then That's he sees funny. her and he runs over there and he pulls his mask off when he's talking to her. And remember, it smacks him. Back oh in the face. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of hypocrites awesome. in this movie. 
All right, so this guy's fighting. She goes back to the palace all dressed up. Looking fine as hell. She looked good. And the damn concert's still going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With her missing, see? Talks to the queen. Queen scowls at her, fucking pissed mm-hmm. off. She's like, I'm here. What do you want me to do? <laughs> the musicians in the court are all like clearing out at this point, so she oh, she <laughs> missed it anyway. She missed the party. Very boring party. But yeah, so everybody clears out. The queen's mad at her. This is when Deary rolls up and says that she allows the ruffians more contact with her than himself. This yeah, is yeah. when he says that line. Yeah, she's like, whatever, bozo. I do what I want. She's like, I'm going to go back to the fair and see the laughing man. Uh, and just go pretty much, just go back to the fair. In scene. In scene there. Back at the fair, Ursus tells Gwenplaine that a royal lady is in the crowd. Yeah, he's very excited. Like a critic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This could be our this could be our big break, you know? He's in the crowd. The record label guy's in the crowd, bro. And we get to see the play that Ursus wrote. Finally. By manner of Shakespeare. Only better. <laughs> I like how he adds that. <laughs> I thought better that was than cute Shakespeare. Too. So you gotta hype up your shit, bro. Fuck Shakespeare. That's what he <laughs> If he was really Kanye West, if it was Kanye West, that's what he would have yeah. said. He's like, fuck Shakespeare. Fuck <laughs> Fuck uh, uh, another famous playwright from the era. Uh-huh. And fuck everybody here. I'm a genius. Going to That's going to be you and... if we ever go live. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call out everybody. Who's a, who's a famous podcast around here? Not Doughboys. I like them. Though. Yeah, not Doughboys. We love Doughboys. I don't want to insult any that I actually like. Oh, <laughs> uh, give me neither. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh man, I love though. I love when Duchess Josiana gets to the theater. She has like a little oh, box yeah. seat, and she's got yeah, a mask on. But she lets it slip every now and then, so that the crowd yeah. below can see her beauty, and they're like, "Wow!" Of course. And she Obviously. is loving it. Yeah, that's how it is, bro. But but did you notice like when mm-hmm. uh, Josiana gets kind of pissed? Oh, what happened? I forgot. It's when Dee is part of this performance too, and when she appears oh, in costume yeah, yeah, yeah. and the yeah. crowd fawns over her, Duchess yeah. Josiana is pissed because now the attention's yeah. on her. Oh, these two beauties. Then what can you say about the performance, Lindsay? It's a phantom of the opera level. <laughs> well, Gwenplain's we don't really get to see it, which I'm kind of no. bummed about. Like, we do see bits no. of it, but we don't get yeah. to see, like, the full hype. And we it's a one-man fi- oh play. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. This is when I truly fell in love mm-hmm. with this movie. Okay, we finally get to see Gwynplaine perform after we see, like, the opening clown act and we see D. Then Gwynplaine is revealed. And mm-hmm. I was so disappointed. I was like, we're going to see some cool, like, performances. We're going to see, like, his physical skill or something. Like, we're going to see why everybody is talking up this man. But it's literally just him standing on stage and people <laughs> laughing at him. Just the crowd erupting in laughter immediately, which is wild. And every now and then he'll point directly at somebody in the crowd and the laughter, like, spikes a little. There's just a little more laughter. And yeah. through all of this, he's looking around, pointing at people. And then we see... Countess Josiana, breathing heavily, 
and her oh, eyes yeah. glistening. And Stratton asked, is she angry or is she horny? <laughs> but <Yes>. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, she might be a little bit horny, but she's actually very sympathetic. Oh. Gwynplaine seems self-conscious all of a sudden. And it might be because this is the only person in the crowd who is not laughing at him. So he covers mm-hmm. his face with his scarf when he catches her staring at him with this glistening sympathy in her eyes. And I was like, damn, she's a good actor. Everybody's a good actor here. Yeah, honestly, yeah. This is where the movie really got me. I was like, oh. Yeah. I love a good love triangle. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it would be a love triangle. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. And after the performance, Ursus concludes the night of success, obviously. Hmm. Um, Ursus asks uh, Gwynplaine if he saw the beautiful lady in the box. Oh, <laughs> uh, D asks him if she was actually really so beautiful. And Gwynplaine doesn't answer. Very awkward. Mm. Which no answer means yeah. <laughs> Very obvious. Yeah. Kinda, well, the weird thing is, yeah. is that D, she's not even asking out of jealousy or anything. She's nah. just, she's fascinated. She can't yeah. see. She wants to know how beautiful no. this woman was. And the yeah. not, the no answer at all is like kind of the worst answer he could have given. Yeah. Never give a so no answer. <laughs> yeah. No answer means the affirmative, pretty much. Like, very yes. <laughs> yeah. And then we get a little bit of. A cl- oh, I, I wrote this. Cl- I guess it stuck with me. Clown tells Gwynplaine he's lucky because he doesn't have to rub his smile off. His smile doesn't come off, which yeah. is just <laughs> so insensitive. Come on, bro. I mean, that's what I was saying oh. about D earlier. Like, you're, yeah. what you're saying is not as helpful as you think it is. But okay. Yeah. It's, who's this guy? Come on. <laughs> he gets a letter, a love letter, like in high school, asking him. Well, it's kind of like a poem. I didn't write it down. I didn't write any of the letters down here. I wrote it I'm down. Not, I was about, did you? Oh, you want to read it? I did. <laughs> okay. I am she who did not laugh. Was it pity or was it love? My page will meet you at midnight. Oh, I thought it was That's longer. It. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was longer for some reason. <laughs> okay. Because it was cursive. Yeah. Yeah. Or fancy in that script. Stuff. Fancy mm-hmm. script, whatever. Makes uh, it look longer. Upper class. Yeah. Um, upper class. <laughs> uh, Classist bullshit cursive. Classist bullshit. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, asking him to meet at oh. midnight. All right. So he's got the letter. He's about to burn it. Oh, Ursus tells him something here. He's got to marry fucking. Uh, Gwynplaine is like, maybe she's the one who loves me for me. Right? Like, even though yeah, my face is like me, this. Yeah. Yeah, because she's seen me, which I think is the difference is why he's uncomfortable with D because he has she hasn't mm. really seen him, so he th- yeah. maybe he thinks it's like unfair for her, like she doesn't she, she doesn't truly he, love him because he hasn't. Yeah, really exactly. Seen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense here. Well, he's yeah. not even interested in going to the Duchess because he wants to ditch D and no. be with this Countess instead. He, I guess he's wanting to explore this validation um, mm-hmm. to see if she truly does love him. Because then if yeah. she does, then that gives him permission in his mind to fully accept Dee's love. Yeah. 
and he's about to burn the letter too. Pretty mm. dramatic. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess nobody else tortured can see soul. It. But instead, goes to the meeting, and D hears him leave. And I felt so heartbroken here. Stratton made a really good point, though. He sort yeah. of predicted where the story would go at this point. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he said, well, if Gwynplaine did end up with Countess Josiana, that solves her whole problem. Like, she wouldn't have to give up her estate if the two of them got married. Yeah. We'll see how that goes, but this was Stratton's theory at the time. I'm just like a blank like piece of paper. I don't think of any theories as I'm watching. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> absorbing it as it is. <laughs> just coming. Nah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's, D fine. it's fine here. I forget you could do that. You can theorize about what's gonna happen next. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> While it's happening. Yeah. While it's happening, that's true. I forgot. Alright, whatever. Seriously. This kinda broke my heart here. Uh it's cause he's looking for him. Mm-hmm. And she's blind and she's trying her best. Oh man, I kind of felt sad. <laughs> she really loves him, bro. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's there for she him, does. bro. She's gonna. She's yeah. a very solid partner. So I love her so much. She's a ride or die. A ride or die. I like this because as as she's doing that, it's intercut with Gwynplaine being taken to Jocelyn. I like the editing. It's very good editing in this movie. Seriously, mm. as a movie critic, as a movie critic who has no credentials. <laughs> I like this a lot. And while um while Gwynplaine yeah. rides off in the carriage that Josiana left for him, Dee sits outside the caravan yeah. with the oh. note that he left. Even though she can't read oh. it, she knows this note means she, something. Yeah, she felt it and she and smelled it. And she cries. And I'm assuming the note smelled like sexy lady. It could have had yeah. Josiana's perfume on it as uh, yeah. Stratton's yeah. yeah. assuming postulated. Uh, Gwynplaine arrives and what does he see? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Duchess jo- <laughs> I'm always the one describing the sexy yeah. scenes. I'm sorry. Okay. This is wild. He <laughs> opens the door after he's led into her mansion, and she is in a modern negligee, <laughs> at least modern for the time. Yeah. So, like, it's a 1920s negligee, um, which is kind of funny, and makeup. Yeah. And she's yeah. just sort of sprawled out on her bed very seductively. Yeah. And she seems to be asleep, but she's not really. When he comes inside, she springs out of bed and embraces him, and his body just goes rigid. He's like, ugh. <laughs> That's a crazy scene. And then he start, she starts kissing up on him. Yeah, she, she's, she removes the scarf from his face, so he, he can actually, or she actually sees his smile up close now. Just in case you were doubting whether she was actually attracted to him or not. Yeah. And yeah, Gwynplaine's pulling back. Yeah, he's... I don't know. It's weird. You gotta he read keeps him. trying to cover his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, he's very, very... Self-conscious? Uh, self-conscious, there you go. Josiana is uh, kissing up on him. And then she gets... What happens here? She gets some... I think she tries to, but she doesn't... Man- I don't think she manages to land one. No, yeah. Not and a single like, smooch. And she gets a little, like, kind of killed the mood there. Grappling him. Yeah, she's very, he's very forceful. <laughs> I would, I would say up. that it's a little, um, assaulty, yeah. but he yeah. seems to be, like, grappling with it a little bit. Like, he's kind of into it, but he's kind of not. Like, he's not yeah. sure. 
what to make of this. Because I'm pretty sure he's never had this experience in his life. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it must be really shocking. She's a sexy lady in sexy lingerie, like... Yeah, just coming up on him. Literally. And she stops for a second. She's like, hmm. Kind of like a hum. Not really understanding the situation. <laughs> uh, she's like, okay. A little weird. And she gets a note. And what does the note say? Because <laughs> this was the hardest one I had trouble with. Uh, the note she got. Okay, explaining. basically, yeah. it's a note from the queen saying yes. that God has ordained that the heir of Lord Clancharlie is the rightful heir of her estate. And that he is a mountebank. Uh, we discovered this term before in the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, basically meaning charlatan. And just as Gwynplaine removes his hands from his mouth, she reads that Gwynplaine is actually the heir, the charlatan. And she may marry him instead of Deary if she wants to keep her estate. In shock. She laughs. Yes. Gwynplaine does not take Conley to this. Yeah, he's... He's kind of sad about it. Fiona runs out yeah. of the room. In the building. And he says... Uh, she laughed like all the others have laughed. She laughed like all of them. She's just like mm -hmm. the rest of them. Kind of like a Joker vibes. Just like the rest of them. I do think it's interesting that she... She cried after... Gwynplaine ran away. Yeah. Because that's a weird vibe. I don't, I don't know. Weird. Really. Yeah. Very... I guess it, you would have mixed emotions. It's hard to know what she's yeah. thinking at that moment. Yeah. So he 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 ran, 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 ran. Yes, he and gets he's to be. he's asleep outside of it. There. And he's, he breaks out down. He's like, oh, man. Look at what I'm doing to her. That's probably, yeah, yeah, he sees like, the note in her yeah. hand, too. Yeah. So he, he's, like, very guilt-ridden. Yeah, very guilty of like this is also affecting D because mm -hmm. yeah, it is. It is. That's the hardest guilt. It's like somebody's with you, right? Or you know, like ride or die. But I don't know. At a, at at one some point, it's also like you're taking advantage of their kindness, you know, because they're so mm -hmm. helpful and everything. It's like, fuck, man. And yeah, so at this point, he yes, he allows her to fully see his face I, yeah see his face in mm -hmm. a sense with her you know, you know. well yeah and it's yeah, the very first time that she has fully realized what his face looks like because mm -hmm. he allows her to touch yeah. his mouth and no and lips the line and no no lips very interesting kissing there are no <laughs> lips it must fit that must be very strange to feel like feeling somebody's teeth I'm sorry. Yeah. I, ju I, I just couldn't help but think of this. <laughs> I also couldn't yeah. help but think of how dry his mouth must be all the time. Yeah. Like how awful. Yes. I thought about that too. Like a mouthful of sand. Wow. That's very poetic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zemandius. Uh, and the line she, she says after he lets her see him fully, pretty much with her hands. Do you remember the line she gives? It's very good. God closed my eyes so I could see yeah. only the real Gwynplaine. That's fucking awesome, bro. That and would give me tears. And they embrace. Yeah, that's fucking tearjerker. I really like their <laughs> relationship, I guess. Yeah, wholesome. Uh, next day, 
royal guards come for Gwenplain's arrest. Say <laughs> so he is under arrest. Fuck, that was a tone shift here. <laughs> Immediately after. Yeah, so they come for him, and Gwenplain That's tells... so weird. Yeah. Did they even say for what? I don't no. think they did. No, not for no, no reason. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that tone wasn't at you. It was at them for uh, arresting him for no reason. You know, for me, the movie could have ended like right at that scene. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, it could have, but yeah. Yeah, it would have been more of a romance. Romance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, imagine all the people from the 1920s writing in like, the book was way better. This oh, you got it. novel. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, even back then. Yes. Uh, so they get, they fucking arrest him. Even back then, especially back then, arresting people for no reason. America. Mm-hmm. Get political. <laughs> Don't want to get political. Don't want to get political. This is in England, but, um, but yes. <laughs> oh. Shit. You're right. <laughs> England. Not to get political. Uh, <laughs> just saying that. <laughs> just saying England. Yeah, for real. Too political. Whoa, dude, too political. Don't say country names. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Uh, uh, whatever. Tangent. Uh, tangent. Gwen. Oh, uh, Gwynplaine tells Ursus not to tell D. Of course, because, you know. This mm. whole next section was, oh, man, dude, this is, oh, man. Uh, Ursus follows Gwynplaine to the prison, as told by, <laughs> I like this passage, this guy is just like, uh, hey, whoever goes in there never comes out, so don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> don't bother waiting. Don't bother what waiting. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only wait up if I were you. <laughs> it's just random, dude. Like, I wonder how many people he waited on until he realized that. <laughs> Probably has a bunch of friends who never came out. Um, Ursus hears the funeral bell, sees the casket being carried away, and just assumes Gwynplaine is dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's on him. That's on him for making a wild assumption and not even asking anybody, hey, who's in that no. casket? He just assumes it's Gwynplaine. <laughs> What are you going to do? These people were really dramatic back in the day. <laughs> I would have fit right in. He <laughs> uh, uh, sees the casket being... Uh, one, uh, Queen says that Dr. Harkonnen, Harkonnen Barakas from the planet Dune, uh, his confession is enough to uh, know that Gwynplaine is an heir. Josiana must marry him to retain her fortune? Uh, tomorrow, Gwynplaine. Tomorrow, Gwynplaine will be made a peer in the House of Lords. The House of Lords. This is the scene where uh, Ursus tells the clowns that D must now know and that the performance must go on. Mm. Wow, bro. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. Well, it is. Yeah, he's trying to spare her feelings, but this is yeah. not. This is not the way. Yeah. No. Definitely. This is not. But, but before that, he was even more dramatic. When when he thought Gwynplaine was that, he was like, the show has ended. Like a fucking theater. <laughs> oh, <whoa>, makes sense. <laughs> the, sh- the show has ended. Oh, show and, is and, <laughs> yeah. And, and here he's like, the show must go on. The deem must uh, <laughs> not know, and the performance must go on. 
And he starts screaming out, Gwynplaine, Gwynplaine, Gwynplaine. Like, uh, and then everybody starts. The clowns go along All with it. All the clowns, like, yeah. Yeah, and they simulate a Pretending crowd. Pretending to be a crowd. Mm. Very sad. Oh, this movie is so sad. This is the saddest <laughs> scene for me. Because D, come on, bro. You knew this was, was not going to work. Come on. Victor uh, Hugo, though, like, that's what... That was his whole deal. Like, he wrote uh, Les Miserables, and he wrote um, wow. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Wow. And he wrote this. I don't know what else he wrote, but, like, right off the bat, that's three depressing as fuck stories. Yeah. Like, this was his shit. <laughs> he knew how to write depressing stories. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, so Dee doesn't know, and they simulate a performance and everything. And... And even Ursus is like almost having a heart attack <laughs> or something. I thought he was gonna have oh, a yeah. uh, literally, literally when that happened. I thought he was gonna have a heart attack, and we have him dying. Like imagine. I thought that. he was too. Yeah. Yeah, him he's actually just dying emotionally. Of, like, grief. No, he's, yeah. It's. It, I think it's when he sees the laughing man uh, painted on the yeah. stage wall, and he's sort of yeah. like indicating at each word. Um, as he's uh, saying it to the audience and he's just overcome with grief that he starts having an anxiety attack or heart attack or something also not not let's not forget the clowns are cool mm. guys they're good yeah because they could have just oh, no, said fuck cool. you yeah you mm. guys just fuck you dude the show's over you're not gonna pay us anymore but no they went along with it at least to spare d's feelings mm. and the mo- at the moment at least for her yeah like bunch of cool guys yeah and also the editing when he points at each word was also very very well done, <laughs> very dramatic editing here. But they do that, and D is still sad in a way. You know, she's still like mm-hmm. can get the vibe of it, but she was still sad probably because you know Gwynplaine isn't there. But she hears anybody screaming for him, and then they tell her to go up because it's her performance. And ah oh, man, just seeing her like toughen up for the people. Like she's sad, and then she toughens up for the crowd that isn't non-existing crowd that she's gonna perform to. So they they do that, and and then obviously it didn't last long because the people's guard and fucking Pedro shows up here, and what did they say? Banished from England. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that Gwynplaine is dead, by the way. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and then. <laughs> An earshot of D, so he probably he probably fucking raised his voice so D can hear. He saw D, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, all right, you guys gotta get out of here. And also, Gwynplaine is dead. Ha <laughs> 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 Did you hear that? Oh, you're crying. Oh yeah, you heard that. Yeah, and then D collapses. Take performance for nothing. Yeah, for nothing. And then she collapses from hearing her one true love is dead. Yeah. Next next day, we see Gwynplaine in the fucking carriage as a dressed-up cosplaying as a pair of lords here, like a fancy <laughs> dude in his cosplay here. I wish we had gotten more of his perspective on this. We don't see it at all, but I would love to yeah. have seen the news or him uh, receiving the news that he is actually the heir to Lord Chamber... Oh, Clan Charlie. <laughs> I think I was about to say Lord Chambermaid. Lord, he is the heir to Lord Clan Charlie, and we never get to see his reaction to that. 
no, no, they never, yeah, they just, just leaves and comes back <laughs> in costume. Because you would uh, think that would be kind of a relief, like you no longer have to perform and have people laugh at you if you're a lord. Yeah. If you're a lord, you yeah. can execute people for that. Like, you just laughed at me? Okay, like, <laughs> you're going to get beheaded. You won't laugh anymore. Fuck. So, I was looking at some notes here, and... Uh -huh. He's Lord uh, Clan Charlie, as well as uh, part of his title is Marquis of Corleone. Wow. Oh. He's got and some Italian. Cool. Mm -hmm. Marquis de Corleone. All right, so we see Gwynplaine as a fucking loser there, looking all loser, and fucking D in a carriage on the way to London Docks. London Docks. I mean, Looking. you say he looks like a loser, but back then, <laughs> the ladies yeah, were no. probably fanning themselves. The men and the ladies, they were probably yeah. fanning themselves like, he's hot. That powdered yeah, I mean... wig? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't believe it. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe you. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, <laughs> definitely me. <laughs> I like period costumes. Like, give me that Rococo period with those high socks Strat and the powdered wigs and the <laughs> Strat just writing the black notes. wax, the white, the white uh, powder that was like actually bad for them. What was it? Iron in it or something? That was slowly Next killing day. them. <laughs> anyway, so Gwynplaine and his like royal regalia, everybody was fanning themselves like, oh, who is this new lord? Actually, nobody did that. <laughs> Nobody did. It was a Nobody Looney Tunes scene here. This is the Three Stooges here, because then he crashes with who? Who could it be? <laughs> who did they crash mm. into? He crashes into Ursus. Ursus and D. And they, yeah, of course, of course, they fucking crash into each other. And of course, they have to be close yep. to each other to get to the third act, okay? Either they're close to each other or they're very far apart. And in this case, both. Because we start with them being close to each other. Okay, but they don't see each other. Okay, because it's a fucking movie. It's Who not are you real getting life, mad okay? at? <laughs> at the audience, dude. They're questioning me. Fuck. Oh my god. Take a breath. Right, calm. Jeez. I actually really did get mad. I got way into character in that. I actually really got mad. All right, let's all calm down here. Gwynplaine asked to walk the rest of the way. D exits the carriage, being pulled by their dog. Why? Because we need a reason. Such a smart dog. Yeah, the dog is playing the thing. A house of peers not liking that a clown will be amongst them. Why? I don't know. Doesn't make sense. They're all clowns. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Got him. Dog really wants D to... Follow? Yes, uh, follow into the house of peers. But they're just kind of waved away. Uh, so we got Gwynplaine, Lord Gwynplaine with whatever, whatever fucking 20 names they gave him, and House <laughs> of Peers, and House of Lords, or Peers, or Lords, or whatever. Lords. Fucking House of Lords. House of Lords. That's how I say Lords. Lords. House of Lords. And he's there. He kisses the queen's hand, but he doesn't really kiss it. He just puts his forehead on it because he doesn't got no lips to kiss it with. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Oh, and our hero, 
our one and only, the god here, Dury Moore. <laughs> Mr. Dury Moore sees D by the side of the House of Lords here, just fucking looking like she looking, looking cute as hell. <laughs> he goes up to her, and he's like, oh, look, look what we have here. Look what the cat mm. dragged out of the bag here. He <laughs> doesn't say that, but... but um. I think you combined two different phrases, too. Yeah. Yeah. Look who came crawling back. <laughs> we, should, we should re-edit this movie with our own cards. Looky here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Dury Moore here looking like how he looking. We got D here looking how she looking. Dury Moore is like, you know what? Come with me. We're going to fuck some shit up here. <laughs> that was pretty much his whole thing here. It was like, all right, come with me. Let's make it a party over here with the queen and the duchess and Gwynplaine here. Because I think, from his view, I think I think he's like, oh, Gwynplaine left you for her, huh? All right. Well, let's see what happens when I show him you. Let's, let's go fuck it up. I love Dury more, <laughs> even though he's a dumbass here. <laughs> yeah, so he, he lets her come with him inside the building. But he does it in the most annoying way possible. Instead of just walking straight up to the fucking place where everybody is, he's making her go on like a fucking scavenger hunt and like fucking make her f- making her following him by noise and shit instead of like, I don't know, mm-hmm. holding her hand and fucking just taking her there. Because everything has to be a joke. Not everything has to be a joke, you know. And once they finally get there, he opens the door and instead of fucking grabbing her, he fucking just steps in. By himself. He doesn't even pay attention if she comes inside or not. And at that point, D almost gets there. She's almost there. It's almost always almost there. But then she gets intercepted, like football, intercepted. Uh, by Barca, 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 Delico, Barca, Fedro. Ah. Mr. Microphone. Yeah, you yeah. actually got it that time. <laughs> Yeah, so you, you know, she gets intercepted by Barca Fedro, Barca Federer, taken outside, and collapses again. <laughs> well, Deary is showing D from outside of the room that everyone is laughing at yeah. Gwynplaine, so that's how, so that's her confirmation. Oh, not yeah, only yeah. is he alive, but he's a fucking lord now, like, this is mine. Yeah. Shit. She's like, fuck, dude. I'm glad I got him before. This is also when um, when it's revealed to Gwynplaine that he must take Duchess Josiana for a wife. Yeah. He freaks out at that. Oh, yeah. Gwynplaine. They're so oh. weird, though. This yeah. is the one thing I didn't like about the movie is how people's reactions didn't really make sense all the time. Like when he removes his scarf from his mouth at first they yeah. all exclaim that he's laughing at the queen's command and that yeah and then they start laughing at him it weird. just annoyed me how illogical that was yeah it sounded like fucking spock just then oh yeah live long and prosper what the fuck does that even mean spock that's what i would ask him live long and prosper Pretty what straightforward. the fuck, you, the fuck <laughs> you trying to say spock stay alive and get this money I love that. I want a t-shirt that says stay alive and get this money and it's got the uh, Vulcan salute on it. Yeah, (laughs) That's awesome. That's very good. 
so yeah, everybody starts fucking howling, laughing like fucking like a comedy show. Fucking clowns. That doesn't make any sense though. Like Yeah. They're they're getting angry like Miguel does, thinking that he's doing one thing <laughs> when he's actually not. They think he's insulting them and then they start laughing at him as if like they should have the awareness at this point if they're laughing at him, oh, he's not trying to insult us. He just looks funny. Like they're switching gears so fast, but still Yeah. But uh yeah, yeah, it is what it is. You know, what are you going to do? That line he gives, the fucking magnum opus line. Oh, yeah, it uh, was really cool. Yeah, his Oh, I did line. write it down, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking... Okay, he says, The queen made me a lord, but first God made me a man. Oh, my God. Was it not badass? That was fucking awesome. That was fucking awesome lines. Fucking, the queen made me a lord, but God made me a man. That's fucking. You <laughs> scream that in the middle of the rain on your knees, you know. So he runs out like a fuck, you know, like a fucking runner, because they run ninety. And Josiana orders guards to stop him. She's like, oh, oh stop yeah. him, stop that man running away. And then Gwynplaine is. Well, she also guards. shifts gears. Oh yeah, she's like, you know. She's she says, oh, I can't even read my handwriting. Oh, seize the laughing clown who dares insult the oh, queen of England. Yeah, yeah. Completely shifts. Wow. Not as cool and sexy now, Duchess Josiana. Yeah, yeah. Not as cool now. So he's seized by guards, or is he? Mm-hmm. It's a little standoff here. He's like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, Gwynplaine, Laughing Clown? What you, they, they don't say that, but you can infer it from their looks. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, what you gonna do now, Laughing Man? Well, I'm gonna tell you what he's gonna do. <laughs> he's gonna fucking jump out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just jump out the window <laughs> and fucking zooms it back to town, bro. Yeah, he doesn't even just, like, jump out of an open <laughs> window or anything. He, like, no. crashes through, like, a stained glass window. <laughs> Badass. I've seen that a lot in a couple movies now. That's, that's yeah. true. Would that work? Can you crash through a window in real life? Maybe. Mm. I think it depends on the window, how it was made. But that's I'm not true. sure. A stained glass force. window, there's all those bars. Yeah. Hmm. You're going to have to test it. You're going <laughs> to... <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, I would. Aaron, you can throw me into a, a window and see if it works. If we ever meet and <laughs> I'll let you do it for science experimenting. Uh, he fucking zooms it back to town like a fucking, like fucking smiling the light. whole time because this is a man that perpetually yeah. smiles. Yeah, huge crowd who re- yeah they recognize him. They're like, oh, it's that one. That's that one guy. They follow him. They're always like, smiling. Oh, always smiling. What you smiling at, smiling man? That's, I just, I can't get over that, that people laugh at him. Because, like, if I saw yeah. a man smiling all the time, I'd be like, that's a really happy guy. He's, <laughs> he's just happy all the time. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. But no, there's, they, they've got, like, a backwards-ass humor. 17th century well, Englanders, uh, I guess. They were backwards-ass, backwards-ass people. 
I mean, if you're a 17th century person, a 17th century Englander listening to this, uh, we love you. Please keep listening. Subscribe. <laughs> Please <laughs> keep time traveling. Yeah. I don't fucking come at me, ghost. Any ghosts want to haunt me, come at me. Oh, God. I'm putting out now. I'm putting that in. Anything, please. Anything, ghosts, aliens, please. Do anything. Bigfoot. Fuck. So, what else happens? They're in town. You got a huge mob. Everything. Everybody thinks he's hot. Uh, Gwynplaine sees the whole... Oh, yeah, he gets to the place and the place and the where and the where and the how and sees the whole thing closed. The theater. <laughs> That's the name of it. <laughs> That's true. Wow. Um. Yes, that is... Wow. I You don't know, have no idea how much time I fucking did not remember that word. <laughs> and I just went... <laughs> sees the whole show closed because I can remember. It's not like a typical looking theater, though. It's... Yeah. It's confusing. And as told by a clown, as told that they were banished from England. But they might still be at the docks. Yeah, and then uh, this fucking crowd is awesome. You'd think they would be, mm. like, weird about this guy, but no, they're, like, fans. It's literally, mm-hmm. literally a celebrity being chased by police by uh, and being helped out by fans of the mm-hmm. celebrity mm-hmm. <laughs> in that context. Because now we got the Queen's Guard, like fucking Game of Thrones shit, boy. But not as cool. The Queen's Guard come up in their little carriage paddy wagon. And they try to get fucking Gwynplaine. But the crowd protects Gwynplaine from the guards. With like fucking knives and fucking tridents and torches. And fucking everybody fucking protect this guy. Because he's a good guy. And that's the message of the movie. Protect your celebrities. And then <laughs> Gwynplaine, he, he fucking climbs up a building. Gwynplaine does. Like a fucking the monkey. The clown's helping. Yeah the, yeah, the whole crowd, the clown's helping. Yeah, so he's up there being all up, all up there. And then fucking Chalapeno, Chalamentro, Carlaquetro, Barlaquetro, Barlametro, <laughs> Farlaquetro. I can't remember his name for real. This is real. This is real life. I can't remember Barclay his name. Fedro. Barkle Pedro. Sorry. <laughs> Tells one of the guards, one of the guys, hey, he's up there. Go get him, boy. What an ass. I know, right? <laughs> so it always is. I guess he still thinks that if he gets married off, then he'll get money from the queen for helping set this up. This is, this is such a weird situation. They're not even trying to kill him, really. They just want him to get married. <laughs> <laughs> These steaks are fucking crispy and nice. You know? <laughs> what happens next? Oh, yeah, fucking Gwenplane fucking takes out his fucking sword like a fucking cool guy, and he fights a guard up there. <laughs> he fights a guard up there, and he wins. He, fu- he killed a guy, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Straight up, no remorse. Awesome. That's fucking metal, dude. Let's go. Let's go. Gwynplaine's got a body <laughs> count on him. One kill. This guy's a badass. Fights the gutter up there. Wins. Gwynplaine sees. Oh, he seems to be trapped on top of the tower. Obviously. What do you expect? He. But he. Gwynplaine. Mr. Smiles. He decides <laughs> to jump to the other building next to him. What are you gonna do? Yeah, cool stunt. This guy's closer to the Batman than the Bat was, honestly. 
Honestly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's got fighting skill. He's got morals. Tragic backstory. <laughs> backstory, yes. And he's just doing this for the person he loves. For Batman, that is Batman. And for <laughs> this this guy, he is he, I love yeah. how this is, I think, the fourth movie in a row that we've talked about Batman. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. He's an icon. He's an icon. Uh, all right, so he jumps to the next building, and he he's almost falling. He didn't make it. Movie end. He didn't make it. Sorry, listener. He didn't make it. <laughs> no, no, he didn't make it in the terms of he wasn't able to make a clean jump. He fell a little bit. He's got to hold himself by the building here. That's what I'm saying. And, oh, the the moments where he one of his hands let go, and he, and then the camera like zooms into the crowd, like he was he was falling. That was that was really good camera work there. Like mm. I like that. That was cool. Just the usage of the camera there. But he's still up there, holding up with one hand. He's strong. This guy's strong. Yeah, he pulls himself up. Throughout this, we see intercuts of er- Ursus and everyone at the docks setting up and everything. And then we see Gwynplaine still being chased, but he's trying to make it to the docks. That's his goal right now. He's trying to make it to the docks. They're all being chased. <sighs> okay. You know what? It, you know what it goes. You know what's gonna happen. You know the thing and the place and the where and the where. Gwynplaine. So he's being chased. He's at the docks now. Everything happens at the docks. He's screaming for D D D D D D D, and Ursula and D are there. And they hear him, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> they were, their reaction was probably more than that." But and the dog, <laughs> this is crazy. The dog jumps off mm-hmm. from the boat, swims to Gwynplaine, and so Gwynplaine is also on a boat, little boat, <laughs> little dingy thing, and finds a ready boat ready to go. This fucking Marco Pedro comes up, tries to stop him, and he fucking gets attacked by the dog, which is cool. The dog saves the day. Marco the Pedro. dog literally like launches Snark. his body yeah. at full speed. Yeah. And we see an up close of him biting right into his face. It is wild. Very good. Very well done for the time I'm mad. You got this dog. First, you see Marco Pedro is fucking looking at the dog. You got a close up of the dog snarling. Very cool shot. And then you see the dog jumping on him, biting him, killing him. Hopefully he's dead. And yeah. Everybody's reunited. And the dog swims to them. <laughs> Can't forget about the dog. I like that. Dog also mm-hmm. swims to them and they pick him up. And everybody's on the boat. Everybody's lovey dubby. Banned from England, I imagine. Everybody is. <laughs> including fucking everybody. Including Quinn Quinn. Plain. But they're happy to be yeah. banned because at this point they're like, fuck England. These people yeah. are horrible. Yeah, fuck this place, dude. That's fuck not our place. thoughts, by the way. Like we're just mm-hmm. saying that's or... what their thoughts were. They were saying, fuck England. <laughs> like, we're out of here. Yeah. These pieces of shit. Classes Ing- pieces of shit. All right. Well, that's that. Fuck it. Finish. All right. Get out of here. All right. So what happens next? They live happily ever after. Yeah. Or do they? <laughs> he regroups and comes back and <laughs> They arrive to, like, France. <laughs> they arrived. They arrived to France, and everybody immediately starts laughing at him as he gets off oh the ship. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! They would. Starts all over again. It's France. It makes sense. Or they would be like, "Wow, 
He's the most attractive one out of all well, of us. He's our king now. <laughs> <laughs> no Frenchman can look as good as this guy. I like uh, how that's how they choose their king. Yeah. The most, the most, <laughs> the sexiest one. Wow. Um, it's like, all right, let's get back to this here. It's a weird one to judge. I'm not going to lie. It's a weird one. There's a lot of elements to it. A lot of themes here. A lot of sexy people. It's very good. I don't know what I'm going to say about it, though. I'll, I'll mm. go ahead into my review. Yeah. It's okay. Good. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, out of all of the movies we've picked so far, this was the most unexpected to me. By far, this was the least like a horror film that I've ever seen. But Stratton said that Roger Ebert reviewed it, and he called it a horror film purely because of the gloomy atmosphere of it. So if we take him at his word, then I guess it's a horror film because of the gloomy atmosphere. And maybe Gwynplaine's smile was enough to freak people out back then. Like, oh, that's yeah. horrific to people, maybe. Yeah, that's true. We just have to take it with, like, a grain of salt, I guess. So I'm not really judging it based on creepiness factor. I'm just judging it on enjoyment of the film. And I loved a lot about it. I loved the acting. I love the actors they chose for the roles. They were very, very good. Gwynplaine and Countess Josiana were my, my, my main two. But everybody was very entertaining. Yeah. It was very good. I would give it 7.5 out of 10 dogs launching at dumb-ass jester evil men faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Aaron, do you want to go or should I go? I think mine's going to be pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. You good? Okay. Mine's going to be quick, too. You know, it's been a lot of fun watching these horror movies from the 20s and you can see where a lot of stories films have sprung up from these movies you know you get the obvious comparisons of the batman or batman with the bat and of course you know they come out and say that this movie was uh um the inspiration for the joker so it's really cool just seeing how this stuff started um i think i'm kind of getting used to, to watching silent movies at first it was it was different like jarring mm. yeah but i'm actually I, I was like watching this movie i was like it'd be cool if they made a modern silent movie you know oh yeah they oh like a modern one um yeah the artist is oh is it mm-hmm check that out yeah so, you guys would like it I've had a lot of fun, and I'm sure we will revisit this theme in some form or another in the future, and I look forward to that. So, that being said, I will give this movie, and it's very highly rated everywhere, uh, I'll go ahead and give it 8 opening clown acts out of 10. Nice. Nice. Here. There you go. Yeah. It's very good. I like this one. Very, 
I don't know. It feels more. I think out of all the ones we've seen, it does feel the most modern one, I guess, and just in usage of its techniques and how it was edited and everything. Mm. I think this one did come out later than the previous did two it? black and white films. Mm. Mm-hmm. This one was nearly the 30s, 1927 oh, well. maybe. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. Ah, I don't know what else. <laughs> I liked it. Out of all the ones, the direction is the one thing that caught me the most. That's what I was fixated mm. on, just the usage of shots and directing. The acting, very good. All the, th- th- I would say, uh, yes, the three main characters would be uh, Gwynplaine, uh, D, and the other one, the girl, Jocelyn. No, not Jocelyn, Jocelyn. Those three are very, very good. I like them, those three. It's a very different type of main character to have, mm. especially a masculine, because he's not really a hero. And he doesn't really save anybody. In fact, he honestly, the thing that saves him is like his love to this person that he has, which I think is very interesting. Sometimes uh, all you yeah. need is to save yourself. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't even like to do that he doesn't have to save her from anything. Like, you know, like she isn't a damsel in distress or anything. Like she's just by her by his side. Strong, like a rock, like iron, like an iron lady. I think I've heard that before somewhere. But uh Yeah. So I'll give it an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten fucking sexy ass women in black lingerie. In modern lingerie. <laughs> in black and black lingerie. <laughs> Either or, it's fine. I like that. Anyway. Anywho. Right, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Just go. This is an old man. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stories to Dismember podcast. Please be sure to tell your friends, subscribe, and leave a rating. You can contact us at stories to dismember at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on TikTok at stories to dismember. The music for stories to dismember is provided by Wind Feather and episodes are edited by Stratton Meyer. We can't wait to hang out with you next time. Bye-bye.